Welcome to the Land Cave, where we are living as nerds. You can like and follow us at facebook.com slash the Land Cave, where we go live each and every Thursday evening for our weekly gaming and nerd podcast, as well as other times throughout the week. If you can't watch us live, that's okay. You can watch the VOD over at youtube.com slash the Land Cave, and you can listen to us on each and every podcast service that exists in the entire world. Now on with the show. Welcome to the Land Cave, where we're living as nerds. I'm Patrick, joined by Owen. Hello! We're hanging out, giving you gaming news like we do every single Thursday. Rain or shine. It's raining here. I don't know if it's raining where you are. Uh, That'd be awesome. Yeah? You missing the rain? I mean, yeah, I have a lawn. Yeah, it's one of those old man things. Like, I'll take the free water anytime I can. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I would say I haven't gotten to that... that, uh, to that level of like pride but i will say when i like mow it and i'm like hmm, i did pretty good we get i don't really have pride good. in it yeah there's no pride it's not a good lawn oh. uh, yeah maybe maybe in, <laughs> uh, maybe in a couple years that's why i want the free water <laughs> oh sure sure you gotta build that up yeah yeah, yeah. mine mine is uh i don't know we're you didn't come here to listen to us talk about lawns but um i've got a really weird yeah, dead tree in the front in my front yard that's been engulfed by these vines so mm. it's it's a like 30 foot tall um tree like there's no limbs on it it's just the husk of a tree that's wrapped around in in uh in vines and i want that thing i want that thing to get even bigger uh, but other than that i'm just like i'll just make sure that i edge and uh you know mow the lawn but oh well let us know what your favorite lawn care techniques are. <laughs> yeah, it's like you absolutely did come here for this. This is the this is the winning content that we need. That's exactly right. We you know you came here to talk. Yeah, exactly. We came here to listen about uh, gaming news, and uh, I Owen knows about this, but I started playing Majora's Mask for the first time in like forever, and uh, I come I talked about this on a, on a previous show that. Uh, the time limit uh, would get to me because it like resets. You've got three days, which amounts to like I want to say it's forty-six minutes or something like that. Um, and there's certain if you don't hit certain objectives, it resets. And you, if you reset it or the or the day resets, you have to redo the stuff you were doing. So yeah, that's that's what I ran into a couple of times. It's still great uh, playing it on the Wii U and. Uh, Dude, it, the Wii U is an underrated console. I know we talked about it before, but man, I'm playing it in the living room, in the bedroom, like pretty much to the everywhere. Window. That was good. But like, to the it's so the Wii is in here. Wii U is in here. So my bedroom and my uh, and my uh, living room are like within 20 feet of it, within 20 to uh, probably 30 feet to get to the bedroom. And I'm, yeah. it's not bad. I'm able to actually play it in both rooms. So. It's pretty cool, and of course in here. But um, I don't. Just every time that you talk about the time limit thing, I just don't remember having a problem. Yeah. That like I I tried to think about how many game overs I've had. Yeah. Uh, oh, you don't get a game over. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like I'm just trying to think of like how often that happened, and I just don't remember it happening that often. It's you know me. Maybe it did, and I just since I knew it was coming and like knew that, like timed my tasks sure. accordingly. I just kind of let it happen. Yeah, maybe that's it. I, I've only played through it like completely once. Okay, and so I just remember it's better than Ocarina of Time. So. See, and and I haven't I haven't hit that yet. During this playthrough, we'll see if like that happens because I in playing Link to the Past I got a, a, a better understanding of why people were like no this is the best Zelda game and I was like no Ocarina is the best Zelda game and after playing Link to the Past I'm like okay I get it it's it's a great game um, it's still not my favorite but um, I don't know Breath of the Wild may be my favorite right now it's just Breath so, of the Wild absolutely so my favorite good. Um, just demonstrably it is the best, like in my opinion, the best designed game in the Zelda franchise. Um, it's extremely fun. The others have their quirks and everything, but yeah, it's it's absolutely great. And I finished uh, Resident Evil, so I was happy about that too. One or zero? Uh, one. I'm going back to play zero because uh, listeners of the show will know that uh, 
an item disappeared and I can't finish the game without it. Right. So I'm having to go replay uh, like eight hours. So I beat Resident Evil 1 in ten and a half hours. So not bad. Not, not bad. too shabby. Yeah. yeah. When can we expect some uh, of your first videos about the game? I'm hoping in the next two weeks. So Sweet. like beginning of September is when I'm looking at to, to start it. Um, I don't think I'm going to hit my goal. My previous goal was to uh, come out with all the videos before Resident Evil 8. I think pacing-wise, since I'm actually playing the game and researching, um, I don't think I've got the time to be able to put those out quick enough to do that. But we'll still have some, still have some good content out there. I mean, we don't even have a date on it yet. I think it's 2021. It's just a matter of, of when. And yeah. so... You never know. You know, believe in yourself. You <laughs> well, can do it. I've, I have a feeling it'll be like February or March. Uh, yeah. I, if it gets delayed, I've got more time. Um, I actually, you know, not part of this, but I, tr I tried to play Resident Evil 7 with Whitney. And uh, it was kind of late in the evening. And she was like, nope, nope, this is too much for me. Like it was getting to her. It was too. Uh, seven is seven's a lot scarier. Uh, one, two, three. They're not really that scary, in my opinion. Um, seven gets pretty visceral and pretty pretty messed up. I feel like they just have a hard time being that scary when just based on the graphics. Like I'm sure they can be. I'm sure, sure. there's like some creepy aspects. But as graphics have improved, the uh, what you're able to achieve in sure. in scaring people more. Sure. I mean, I think there's like one really. I think there's there's more striking moments and moments that may stick with you in Resident Evil uh, that are definitely horror, uh, but to me they weren't like oh that was so that was so you know I don't know it it didn't it didn't horrify me or scare me to the point where I'm you know concerned when I shut off all the lights in the house like that to me when something sticks with you and you're still rattled uh, when you know when uh, it's you know when it's essentially like all the lights are off and off in the house you're trying to sleep that's when it's still sticking with you, that's when it's uh, that's when it's impactful. What have you been yeah. uh, What have you been playing? Uh, obviously uh, not that. Well, I've already talked about some Crisis Core, mm -hmm. and that's that's still been going on. Um, I'm uh, I don't know where I am to be honest, since I've never played it before. I don't know how long it is, but I looked it up on you know I have a an obsession with looking up how long games are. Yeah. Uh, on how long to beat, which is if you've never been to that website, it's fantastic. Yep. Um, Literally, you can just Google like Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core and how long to beat, and it will pull up that website generally as like the top Google hit. And so apparently, it's around a twenty-hour game, um, just story-wise. But I spend a lot of my time doing the side missions just because, like, and there's no real reason that I'm doing them. I, you get a little bit of lore there there was yuffie there's a there's a yuffie quest line where zach meets yuffie who's a kid okay uh, like and by kid i mean she's even younger in this game than she was so wasn't she seven. To be like 14 and seven yeah and yeah. so she's even younger in crisis core um and so she has a little quest line and that was fun but like yeah. really it's because the missions are you just select them and do them. And so you put the kid to bed, you pick up your Vita, you play some missions, you do some some action RPG combat. It's just really relaxing. Yeah. And so I actually, I've, I've been playing for 10 hours, but I don't know how much of that is like progressing through <laughs> the story and how much of that is just doing these missions that you unlock as you kind of go along. Um, so I've been playing that. Uh, I'm still uh, enjoying it. It's it's great. Really, I've come into wishing that Sony supported the Vita better than it did. And I you know, we've talked about that enough, but really picking up this second Vita, dude, the battery life is so so good. Yeah. Because I played I, I picked up Spirit Fair on the Switch, which is the other game that I'm playing this week. And I'll talk about the game in just a second, but the the thing was, I played Spirit Fair for a little under two hours with a hundred percent switch battery, and by the time I was done, my battery was at forty percent. Wow! After two yeah. hours, and I have the original Switch, so I don't have the one with the improved battery in it. But I played my Vita, and I put somewhere around. I don't know, seven or eight hours into Crisis Core over the course of, of a week, 
and my battery was only down to 40 percent yeah. after that week yeah i remember when i had a vita which i'm probably going to buy back from my nephew i um i sent him a text message and he's like yeah if i can find it uh so hopefully hopefully he you uh, hate to hear it yeah so i'll, I'll i'm gonna pay him for back for the vita um i think i remember charging mine once a week if that uh it wasn't a regular thing where like the switch goes in the switch dock um you know which i don't know if that's great for its for its battery uh but yeah my switch it's designed to kind of stay there so i keep it in the switch dock um like playing uh like uh dark souls like i think if i play for three hours it's like like 20 20 percent or so so yeah, yeah it's vita, vita holds it man for for a portable uh for a portable console it's it definitely does the job of you know not needing to charge every single day yeah and what's crazy is like you can leave it in standby too like the switch yeah. you can leave it in standby but like if you leave the vita in standby that baby's in standby yeah. like again i i let i fully charged it and i have a habit of like i fully charge something and i unplug it and i left it at 100 percent. and when i turned it on two days later it was at 100 percent. that's amazing on standby so as far <laughs> as spirit fair goes i know that we passed through that whole video uh it's again. it's not what i thought it was and okay. apparently i just wasn't paying attention um because i mentioned it to some people that i talked to about video games and i was like did i just miss the concept of this game and they're like yep you did uh and so i kind of thought it would be a lot more narrative driven and what it is is community building which looking at this trailer that patrick's showing mm -hmm. Apparently, I just didn't watch the right video. You know, I, I saw a trailer a few uh, a few months ago yeah. and just decided that's what I wanted. And then, if you watch the trailer, if you're if you're viewing this on YouTube, and if you're not, if you're listening to us, go check it out on YouTube. This trailer that we're showing right now shows like you build this little community in the underworld, and you're collecting these souls in the underworld. And I thought you, I knew the collecting the souls part and exploring mm -hmm. part. I didn't know about the building part sure well and, the, and, and to, to defend you the trailer that we saw during the during the switch um during the sorry this is this is by the way was uh on the uh the uh i want to keep on to say nindies so you just call it that it the yeah. indies indies world showcase um the this this was not the trailer played then the trailer that played during that was pretty much all um uh it was all not, i want to say cinematic but it was essentially like anime cartoon and it to me like it didn't really show a lot of what the what the gameplay was going to be so yeah, yeah. you were kind of reading into what you how you felt it was going to be so is there i got, I got like an initial i got an initial idea and then i stopped paying attention sure. and i should have paid not that it's bad because it is super cute yeah. and you have the like you play this character she doesn't talk um and you know how i feel about like that but that, so that kind of stinks that she doesn't have like her own narrative yeah um but you're you're playing like the new spirit fair of the underworld you have this cool little tool that it's like a kind of like a sonic screwdriver it does everything like okay. it, you hold this little light orb and anything that you any task that you're doing your orb turns into that so if you're fishing okay. it turns into a fishing rod if you're pulling something out of the oven you see this little graphic of it turning into your oven mitts and you pick it up it turns into a guitar when you're playing a song it's really cute um i if i was going to compare the gameplay to something i would call it fallout shelter okay but with a totally different tone you know what i mean sure like you're building that that boxy you know thing on your boat yeah but it's not the fallout vibe it's this vibe and so if you're into fallout shelter and you're into to doing those community things keeping your little community members happy while building them and collecting stuff um i completely recommend it for that it's doing a good job of that it runs well i don't know how much longer i'm going to stick with it but i will say it had some chill vibes there was it it, it had a similar thing to what i'm doing with crisis core and the missions that i'm playing it and while you know the little the frog dude says hey can you do this for me i go do that it's very task oriented sure. and so if you like that and 
aren't aren't into that right now, which you know is probably why I haven't given it up yet. Like I'm into just something like mindless. Hey, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Um, you know, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, but you know, watch your trailers, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and we did get a lot, and part of it is when they do these showcases, there's so much. Um, and I'll admit, this was not on my calendar. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, you know, obviously we do. I, I don't have to defend myself. I, I, we do a weekly gaming podcast, but I've got like on my Google calendar. I'm like, hey, this is coming up. This is coming up. Make sure that you know what this show is going to be. Uh, I didn't even have this one on on my calendar. And uh, it was like 18 minutes, I think, uh, and a lot of games. We had uh, Hades, which I thought looked interesting. I don't know if I'm gonna play it, uh, but it's a it's a roguelike that was that was pretty good. I just thought I'd go through real quickly in the, yep. in these indie showcases, the ones that I that I enjoyed. Um, I thought this one looked looked interesting, and I didn't check uh, see the price on it yet, but um, it's not out. So. It's not, okay. Well, I didn't know if they like announced the price. I knew it wasn't out yeah. yet, but um, I was like, that one's interesting to me. Um, Card Shark, which I know is not for everybody, uh, but I thought this seems pretty interesting. You cheat in your way, uh, playing cards. Which uh, for those of you do, who didn't know, I used to do uh, amateur magic uh, and card magic, mentalism. So card manipulation i'm like dude i i I know i know these techniques like the the guy during the trailer i don't know if you saw the um the developer was talking about it right before the uh the the thing like i watched it get to listen oh you you watched it but you couldn't listen uh he was doing he was doing some tricks essentially manipulating uh and bringing up aces or it looked like he was doing a card trick to bring out all these aces like ah look i did a i did a shuffle and there's an ace and then at the end he ruined it because the whole deck was aces and i was like what are you what was that? Because uh, that's an actual magic trick, and I was like, "Oh, this guy's actually like a magician." No, but at least he 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 understands. Because this isn't about doing magic; it's about cheating. His whole deck was aces, and I'm like, "Ah, yeah. you got me." Um, he's so, having fun. He's having fun, and he cheated me. He cheated me in the magic trick, which I was yeah. like, "Yeah, you you double bluffed me." Um, so yeah, I, I think I'm gonna get this because it's just it's unique, it's interesting. I know it's not for everybody. Uh, but I thought that one looked cool. Um, what, what were some of the? Oh, I, I got another one that I think you probably have it as well. So what's what's one that stuck out to you? Um, Card Shark definitely did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm glad that you brought it up. It just looked. I like the art style. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. I like. I for anybody who doesn't know, I actually like playing poker, and I know that that's not the point of this game, but I like the idea of it being something about like you go to these card games and like cheat your way to the top um it, it's kind of uh reminds me of that movie maverick with mel gibson uh he doesn't yeah. cheat but you know what i mean like it, it just that vibe is yeah. what i kind of got from it um other one that stuck out to me that i haven't bought yet but it did already come out was evergate mm-hmm. um which was it reminded me a lot of ori I don't okay. know if you. I don't know if you I, got those vibes from get, it. I didn't get that trailer. Hold on. Uh, go ahead and keep talking. I'll okay. Go so like uh, Evergate is another afterlife thing. So kind of going along with that spirit fair thing where you're in the afterlife. And this one, the idea is that you save the afterlife, and it's a uh, it's a platformer. It has its own like mechanic um, where I forget what they called it, but there was some kind of like weapon or something. You know, the thing that you use for everything is is there um but the art style looked cool um there was what else stuck out to me one i just wish they had talked about it more Mm -hmm. but they didn't they they dropped it right at the beginning of the montage and that's haven and they just said that it comes out later this year yeah uh because i i've had that on my list since i saw it uh i think at e3 last year and so i've been waiting for for more news it's funny. I happened to not not grab those for it's for okay. some odd reason, but I do have. Well, Haven, Haven was in the montage. So. Yeah, I do. Ha- um, grabbing it right now, though, so I can have this. Talk about this one real quick. Boom, boom, boom. Um, start here. Yeah. So I, yeah, I definitely got an Ori vibe from this. Again, art, the art style and the tone. Um, I want to say that we saw this on a previous um, a, uh, previous. Uh, show earlier this awesome. year, yeah. I didn't remember it, so whenever I saw it, it just—you know—I'm not—I'm not the biggest puzzle platformer sure. guy in the world. But if you give me the right 
mechanic and art style and you get this cute little sprite that you're wandering around with and plus again there's something about um you know it's the same thing that drew me to spirit fear where i'm looking not for necessarily something like somber or anything like that but like after playing last of us i kind of wanted something that you know like this isn't one of the this isn't like a jolly game or anything but it's like a it's a game that you know to bring different kind of feels, maybe some more positive feels, sure. and I got that from both Spirit Fair and this game of like, it's supposed to be about embracing mm-hmm. that side of things, you know. Maybe you know that's at least that's what I took from it. Watching those you know yeah. thirty seconds of trailers. Yeah, I, I didn't get that same feeling when you saw Bear and Breakfast. This was so boring. Really. <laughs> I, I thought it was cute until I saw that it was super crafty. And yeah, there. yeah. Like I was like, I was like, okay, this is this is a kind of like I had the kind of cute or adorable kind of feel. I'm like, all right, and then I and then I'm like, okay, I just this is this is gonna do it for me. Um, some people it's gonna be totally up their alley because it's cute Absolutely. and crafty and, and going and um, what's you've the been playing some Animal Crossing? Like this might be for you. Or uh, what's the what's the uh, not Animal Crossing? What's the uh, it's Sardu. The, yeah, Stardew Valley. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, so those kind of situations. I'm like, yeah, totally. Uh, Raji is one that I'm like all in. Already uh, bought it. Already good. I was gonna say I'm probably gonna grab it. Uh, I'm probably gonna grab it soon. I mean, um, I, I bought it for the culture alone. That's exactly what I was gonna say. I love uh, when they were talking about like the the deep culture, talking about the different uh, the different diversity within within India, and uh, and I was like, okay, all in. Uh, to, to show that uh, on a similar note, there's a, and I, I meant to bring it up here because uh, there was a recent um, trailer that someone put out, but it's an indie dev out of China, uh, and it's all like Chinese mythology. It's the same mythology that, um, um, what's it called? Uh, I forget, I forget the name now. Um, Enslaved Odyssey of the West. It's the same kind of, uh, same mythology out of that, and I think Dragon Ball is inspired by it too, but same reason where I'm like, just for the culture mythology and to like and and to to feel a little bit more cultured myself and learn about this while it may not be accurate uh, to the you know to the stories and everything uh, i'm i'm all in on it and the, I mean, the uh, game looks fun too i think it's really hard to say if, uh, how accurate it'll be sure. i mean hinduism is so broad i feel i don't even know enough about hinduism to really say what it is the cool thing that sure. about this game though um I actually, again, you know, I talk about all the time how I hang out in like some gaming discords and some Facebook groups. And there, there's one guy, um, he's Indian, mm-hmm. and he was speaking to the fact that nobody ever does um, games based in India and, and using uh, Hindu mythology, which you know he argues is some of the coolest mythology in terms of the monsters. And yeah. you know, just like he's like Hinduism has by far the best monsters just nobody ever taps into them and we were talking about how western studios won't touch it and that that's accurate this particular studio it's called nodding head games this is Mm -hmm. their very first game they are based in india and so i love the fact that they recognized a hole in um in in games that you know in game stories that are told they're like hey nobody tells stories about our uh, area of the world okay we're gonna do that i love that and i want to celebrate that i I, you know we'll see how good the game is it definitely has like different vibes to it Mm -hmm. it looks like there's some like top down it looked like there was like some you know third person aspects to it so it's i don't know how all over the place it is i'm hoping that it's it's fun to play but i had to celebrate the fact that we're getting something different you know we're we're getting a ton of norse games right now we got the god of war we're getting uh assassin's creed and all stuff it feels like we touch europe like Mm -hmm. all the time right so hey let's let's hit up some asia and let's explore a bunch of stuff that that we don't get yeah Um, oh 100 percent. that's cool yeah, and uh, in a similar uh, similar fashion, we talk about uh, developers that just don't touch this. There's only one other game that I can think of that is inspired by uh, Hindu mythology, um, which is Asura's Wrath. 
Um, if if you haven't played it, I I really enjoyed it. Again, inspired by it's not straight up, but even then, it takes the Hindu mythology and it play it. It creates like a sci-fi element to it. So, if you want to like uh, name or not, uh, if you want to give that to your buddy as a hey, check this out. If you haven't, uh, if you haven't already, like I said, inspired by not straight up, uh, but I. I loved it again for for how different it was because it's not European Tolkien esque uh, you know fantasy. It was something very different, um, and it's backwards compatible on Xbox One. So, and it's, yeah, that's on PS3 too. So, I heard of that. Yeah. so yeah, I'll yeah. Uh, I'll pass that along the next time that that it comes off. I might even check it out myself. Yeah, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, it it's kind of kind of what Dragon Ball did to like the uh, like. Uh, to the Asian mythology and like so I'm pretty sure that was Dragon Ball is based on Chinese mythology not Japanese mythology if I'm not mistaken and they like cr- like took it and inspired it and made it a new thing that's kind of how Asura's Wrath is um, but I I loved it to the point where I went and bought it again because I realized that it is backwards compatible and I'm like cool you know I'll spend spend a little bit of money and uh, and have that in my collection because uh, it's one that I'll I'll probably go back and play yeah. Um, anything else in this in the uh, showcase stick out at you? Um, the cool thing. So Takashi and Hiroshi, like yeah. I don't know how I don't know how good it is, but what I did find out is if you have um, Apple Arcade, it's actually available on Apple Arcade. So if you weren't sure about buying it on the Switch, you can buy and you have Apple Arcade, which some people do. Uh, you can play it on there right now. It's included with your mm-hmm. Apple Arcade. It's cheaper subs. to sign up for it and try it out. Then yeah. so yeah. If you have never signed up, you get you get that free trial, baby. So, uh, but of course you're playing it on mobile. But um, really cute art style. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't know how. Like, it seems it's kind of hard to say. Like, is it more visual novel and you just kind of press attack and you just kind of win, or I don't know. So I downloaded it on my phone. Uh, I'll probably check it out here in the next few weeks, and you know I'll talk about it on the on the podcast yeah. sometime. But I really dug this. The second that this like you know what's what's that show we talking about like the uh, like rudolph the red nose reindeer rankin bass kind of yeah like it just has that that feel to it right like you can't not love that art style i think yeah yeah it 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 made me smile as soon as i saw it and i I mean i I definitely like the the setup and the idea i just don't know how to feel about the gameplay so let me know how the gameplay is like what it's like because uh part of it seemed like like this seemed very um uh, to me, similar to um, the uh, South Park uh, Stick of Truth kind of bit, which wasn't bad, but mm. you know, it's not something that I'd want to sit down and and play without. I wouldn't have played Stick of Truth without the South Park humor. We'll put it that way. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Uh, other than that, um, let me. I had the, the list of stuff. Uh, my wife's excited about Untitled Goose Game mm-hmm. two player. Yeah. Uh, so- added uh that'll be coming as a free update to everybody who owns that game on switch is it's the same game it's just there's going to be a co-op and it was so funny that we were literally talking about co-op games the night before this came out she's like i just don't like co-op games and then the next day this (laughs) this trailer comes out and she tags me in it and and I, i was like I don't like co-op games today, honk. Uh, <laughs> um, other than that, have you? Maybe you've played this just because you know you like Diablo mm-hmm. and stuff. Have you ever played through Torchlight? I haven't. So I, I, I haven't played it. I'm thinking about uh, about playing through. Um, so there it goes. Sorry, it took a second. Um, I love Diablo. I've heard mixed things about Torchlight Three. I heard that Torchlight Two is really good though. So. I Torchlight may, 2 is on sale on Switch right now for eleven ninety nine. So, so I may I may pick that up. I uh, essentially some reviews that I was listening to on uh, Torchlight three were like it's not so bad, the game, but the game was already out on PC. Uh, I, it was I think there were early reviews um, that I was listening. Oh. Yeah, like early access or maybe they got early copies. Yeah, they may have gotten early copies because they were basically saying like, yeah, you could play this or you could play like five or six other games that are in the similar style and they were like i rather i would have rather played those games i don't know why i keep stopping it's a short trailer but um yeah they like basically everyone was saying like i could 
I could play this, but if it wasn't Torchlight, would I have played it? Uh, similarly, like Diablo 3. I liked, I liked Diablo 3. It's not as good as 2. So maybe it's that kind of situation where, like, if I'd never played Torch, a Torchlight game and I played this game, I may re- really enjoy it, but I may not enjoy it if I had played the better games. Like Fable 3. Fable 3 is nowhere near as good as Fable 2. Ugh. That kind of thing. <laughs> it's not even that's being nice to it. <laughs> It's being really nice to Fable Three. Yeah, every, uh, every now and then I like I put in a game like I'll buy, I get hyped for a game I put in a new game and then I'm like, oh uh, man, seriously? Yeah. yeah. Uh, other than that, like I won't play it, but it looked trippy. If you like puzzle stuff, Manifold Guard looked cool. Yeah. Um, a short hike. I didn't really see it, but apparently it's out on Steam. Um, and it's super jolly, and so I might pick it up. Because uh, it's on sale for like seven bucks. Uh, apparently, there's really like no like serious gameplay. It's literally just about like getting to the peak of a mountain, and you're like this bird that just yeah. that just travels. Um, you know, honestly, this was a great direct. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. it, it, for a Nindy direct, um, and I think there was like eight shadow dropped games, like games that they we didn't know were coming yesterday that are yeah. now out on Switch. That was sweet. That was really cool seeing that. But you know what should come to Switch, right? I don't have. I was trying to grab an amiibo, but I didn't have it. Yeah, because I think Sword? I think Skyward Sword should come to Switch. <laughs> Man. I I would I would love for it to come to Switch. I'd love for all the Zelda games to come to Switch. Every Zelda game should come to Switch. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm enjoying my I got my Wii U set up and everything. And I can play this. Uh, yeah, rumor is that this is uh, that this is in the works uh, to to come to Switch. Um, I I'm still the ever since you said that you know it's not going to be anything this year. They're going to do a year of Zelda if they do something like that. I can see them doing that. In uh, in a year of Zelda, as uh, this holiday, uh, rumor is that we're going to get the Mario uh, Anniversary uh, 3D Collection uh, on Switch. Is the rumor? So, I think I think Skyward Sword and I would like Twilight Princess, but I think Skyward Sword would be an easier sell um, for uh, for a game. I, which one did you like better, by the way? Uh, well, I never got to finish Skyward Sword. Um, I liked it a lot more than a lot of people did. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that for doing motion controls and trying to go with that gimmick, that it did a good job with that gimmick. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was kind of easy, uh, and that's fine. Most of the Zelda games aren't extremely hard or anything sure. like that. But uh, Twilight Princess just came around at a particular time for me where I love Twilight Princess, a lot of people really don't care for it, and there's a, there's a lot of bad things, to, or, you know, sure. uh, fair criticisms uh, of Twilight Princess, but that game just means something to me for when I played it, and so um, I, I, you know, I would go towards Twilight Princess, but when it comes to it needs to be re-released, like yeah. Skyward needs to be re-released. Like, they, they put Twilight Princess on the Wii U. I'm sorry that nobody bought it, except I did, uh, <laughs> and yeah, it's on my shelf. Uh, but they need to re-release this game. It needs it. It deserves to get that audience. That you know, I, I know a lot of people played it on the Wii, um, but the uh, Switch controllers. That's you know, they kept the motion. Mm-hmm. There should be something there. Um, they may have to do some kind of. Uh, I heard somebody talking like maybe they need. We'll have to have some kind of peripheral that goes with the game to really like really do like the the nunchuck uh that that you got from the Wii but um this should happen and I hope that it does. Yeah. It's I I think that uh I think that Twilight Princess they were trying to do something very different. Twilight Princess and Wind Waker both were like, let's do something, you know, and and Zelda kinda gets, you know, the whole Zelda universe gets reinvented and everything. Uh but Twilight Princess has a very different feel than a lot of other other games. I will say that of the like, if I go listen to Zelda uh, music because I do uh, do that to like chill out, or if I'm doing some work, I put some tunes on, and I'll pull I'll pull up like Zelda playlists, or I'll create z- playlists uh, and listen to it. And Twilight Princess has some amazing songs in it. And part of it part of it is 
the the sound quality in that game in comparison to obviously the Nintendo 64 games and everything. So like the uh, the Gerudo Valley uh, version from that and, and quite a, quite a few others. I'm trying to remember the uh, is it Kakariko Village. Um, I'm not going to sing it on here, but like there's one that like comes to mind all the time. It just the, the sound quality is considerably better on that on that game in yeah. their original versions, where other people are like, oh, I love this song, and then the one that they're, the version they're listening to is not the one on the Nintendo 64 or not on this uh, SNES. They're listening to like a different version, a remix or a cover. Um, but it's it's beautiful. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the I don't know. I was gonna try and segue into into something else, and I'll just segue into I love not- Batman. There you go. I love Batman. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, Nuns, yeah. Fine. So, uh, DC fandom, fandom, whatever you call it. I hate this word so much. It was like <laughs> they're trying. To, yeah. So, I'll, I'll I'll go into a rant about that at another time. But sure. the uh, you the can news, do that on that comic book podcast. I I, I kind of did, and I'll probably do it again. I'll probably do it again yeah. on on the uh, on the Breaking Cinematic Universes podcast. If you're not subscribed to that, it's on the same RSS feed and the same YouTube feed. So good luck there. Uh, and then Facebook, it's a separate uh, separate Facebook feed though. Um, so out of uh, the gaming section of this, what we know we're gonna get, we know we're gonna get uh, some Suicide Squad uh, kills the Justice League. But the rumor is, which I, I, I hope is good. I honestly hope it's good. But the rumor is that we're going to get to see the uh, the Batman Court of Owls uh, game that uh, is rumored to be... Uh, it's not been announced, but it's pretty heavy rumor that this thing exists. So if that's, if that's the case, then I don't think people are going to care as much about the Suicide Squad game after that. Um, Court of Owls is a great... Uh, a great uh, narrative it's a great storyline so i think it'd be really cool to see that as the other the arkham games have all pulled from very uh like the long halloween uh or other uh aspects of uh, of the dark knight so i'm i'm hopeful on this i don't know how you feel about it uh i mean i'll disagree that people wouldn't care because the thing about the the suicide squad game is rocksteady and that's so true. That's, that's, true. That's, the, that's the superior developer uh, in this, and the Court of Owls developers, yeah. WB Montreal, which they did um, the Arkham game that a lot of people crap on, uh, that was left out of the Arkham trilogy, which uh, is interesting. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think it's that bad, but it's nowhere near as good as the other games. I'll admit that. Yeah, and so, uh, you know. It's just like where I am out with this new Batman movie, even though I think that the new Batman movie is probably going to be fine. Um, it's it's just more of a consistent, like, can you guys do something other than Batman? Which Suicide Squad is something other than Batman. It's true. Give it that. I, wish they'd, I still wish they'd gone in a different direction. I wish that we'd gotten, like, a sweet Superman game or something. But, like, uh, what I'm hoping is if the Court of Owls is going to be a thing... Mm-hmm. There better be some cool Dick Grayson stuff, um, which is my which is my favorite DC character. Uh, I love Nightwing. Uh, I Nightwing's been my favorite for a long time. It's my avatar on on like all my work things and all that stuff. It's just uh, it's not something I talk about very often. It's just I've always liked the character yeah. more than Bruce Wayne. I think he's more interesting, to be honest with you. Did you play Arkham um, Knight? I can't remember if we discussed that before. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Just making sure. Yeah, because I was like, dude, if you hadn't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, played Arkham Knight, yeah, which also is on sale for super cheap right now. I think you can get it for five bucks on PSN. I think all, uh, I think all the almost all the Arkham games are, are on sale right now. It's, a, yeah. it's an under twenty dollars sale. It's pretty good. So, yeah. uh, if they reveal both, um, I don't think that that's a good idea to to put them against each other like yeah. that. But if they do, good for for us and good for. You know, hey, you get Rocksteady, and then if you still want Batman, you're still getting Batman from yeah. from a different studio. I'll, I mean, I'll admit it. I'm going to buy both of them. Um, uh, I love I love comic books, obviously, uh, but I'm I'm not I'm sick of I'm sick of Batman being for like in the forefront of everything. But I love the Arkham games, so I'm I'm okay with it. Uh, and if you're not sick of Batman yet, you probably will be because the other news that happened earlier today is. Ben Affleck is back as Batman for the Flash movie. I don't know if you saw that. This is where you flash the uh, the uh, the video of him sitting next to, to Tom Cavill. <laughs> yes, 
the Henry Cavill, like, they, oh, the the sad, the sad flack. Yeah. Um, Tom, Tom Holland. Other, there we go. Yeah, I crossed yeah. two. I crossed two Supermans <laughs> together. Yeah, it's not like well, yeah, the sad, sad flack. I, I almost had it queued up, but it happened relatively quick, and I already had most of the stuff ready. Um, so that means that we're going to have Batfleck. We're going to have. Uh, uh, Robert Pattinson's the Batterson, whatever we're going to call that. Uh, and then we're going to have Michael Keaton, who is also returning. You're going to have three Batman in the, which means it has to be, it has to be a multiverse situation or flashpoint. That's what I'm assuming that they're doing, but that's just confusing. That's really confusing to the average viewer in my opinion. Um, but I agree. They, they need to, they need to focus in on other aspects of, uh, of uh, superheroes and other aspects of uh, of DC, and um, yeah, we're still going to buy it. Uh, just like you know, people are still going to buy the Xbox Series X, even though there are two. I did I did a count by the way. There are two games that are exclusive to Xbox. Period, coming out during the launch lineup. They're not exclusive to Xbox Series X. They're just Xbox games that will only be on Xbox. Uh, I did a uh, compare and contrast, which isn't ready, but I'm going to show it probably on the show next week. Here's the PS5 lineup. Here's the Xbox lineup. Um, But the news here is Xbox is updating their dashboard, and they're specifically updating it to line up with uh, the Xbox Series X launch. Um, One thing that I thought was interesting with this this trailer when they were talking about it is they were saying the integral part that everyone... um, for everyone is the phone when you know in regards to social media and i'm like yeah but if i'm playing i don't want to fiddle with my phone while i'm while i'm doing that so whatever interface that they're talking about here to be able to share um while you're playing they were saying that it's easier to type and it's easier to do all these other things with your phone but i don't know about you but like i don't i don't want to put my put my game down like i don't want to put my controller down type and then pick up my controller I didn't even catch on to that. Does this yeah. not give you like a seriously di- like familiar console vibe? Looking at that game lineup on there, look at the game lineup. But was I didn't? It was what was the like. It, no, I'm not talking about the game specifically. Uh, let's see. And by the way, if, again, if you're listening, we're like watching a little reveal video. Sure. But look at look at how it's in this nice little horizontal plane very much like a familiar like every other like it's now like switch now like ps uh ps4 like the dashboard to me just looks like they took it and we're like okay i i think yeah i think that they were they were they were looking at what worked in their competition which you know what honestly that's how i've got multiple controllers over here i had like six earlier but um the when the snes controller came out when the snes controller came out like people are like, oh, that's a great design. Let's copy that over everywhere. So, yeah, it it definitely feels like the the Switch or, or PlayStation um, uh, feel when it when it looks at when you're looking at all the the different games. I just don't know how to feel about the integration with your with the phone as well as um, the Xbox. Which means I'll have to try it. I have my Xbox One X, so I can play. Uh, I can try it with that when this when this dashboard launches. By the way, like 80% of the comments were about this guy looking like Elijah Wood. Um, like literally 80% of the comments were, were people saying, I didn't know Elijah Wood worked there or, or you know, jokes about Lord of the Rings. Um, I'll have to try it out when it does come to Xbox One uh, X because I do have that. Um, I still don't have a reason to buy an Xbox Series X. Um, but we did get some news at least on the pricing of the Series S, or I should say it's a leak. Uh, because we still haven't gotten the official uh, official green light that this thing technically exists, but we did get mm-hmm. some specs allegedly leaked. Uh, and if this is, th- I think this is probably spot on. And, and I won't go bore you with the numbers because you can go to another show that better explains it, and and you can, they'll dive deep into it. Uh, Series S having no disk drive. These are the kind of easy things to remember. No disk drive. And uh, obviously less RAM, uh, weaker GPU, weaker CPU, less. uh, And the performance target for the Series S is uh, 1440 at 60 frames. And honestly, 1440 at 60 frames. There's there's nothing wrong with that. What's that? It's perfectly fine. I'm I'm fine with that. Um, I have a 4K TV. I have other uh, 1080p monitors. I don't haven't upgraded these monitors to 4K yet, but 
1440 with 60 frames um there's so many games with that 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 would be completely fine with and if you're going through uh a decent receiver uh that receiver could upscale you to uh to a 4k which isn't going to look obviously as good but it's going to clean it up a little bit um obviously the question is how's it compared to 1x that's the funny thing it's less powerful considerably than the 1x than the 1x so it's one on one x Teraflops, the ter- so I believe the the one uh, X does a little over six teraflops or around that. Uh, so this does four teraflops in regards to GPU power. It is more um, efficient in regards to like the chipsets and everything. But essentially, you're talking about a a uh, cheaper uh, console. But all, but it's not the graphics aren't going to be near as good as a one X. And can you get it to me for two fifty? I so. The rumor is it's going to be three. Uh, sorry, two ninety nine. If it's two ninety nine, that's still not bad. Two fifty be better. Um, rumor is yeah, that that's what the the same the same similar people who are talking about this are uh, going towards um, two ninety nine for the uh, sorry for the uh, series S. But the series X, uh, we got some information on uh, in regards to the the chip. Uh, that they're using on that the oh I had it in front of me and I'm uh, there it is the so the system on a chip that's that's used there uh, the pr- the price of that again we'll, we'll have links to this uh, in the YouTube page because I mean to do that um, essentially the ray tracing is going to be off the charts the specs are great the chip that they're talking about the custom system on a chip that is going to be used for the Series X is four ninety nine for just the chip. So if they're gonna sell this thing for four ninety nine, that's would, fact. What's that? Is that factual? Yes, that's factual. So so unless they unless they are able to make it cheaper, unless they've worked out some great deal um, that shaves off cost, uh, it is it's that's what the cost looks like for the chip. So that if if it is that, if it's that they did say that that's the chipset that that is in there, and someone else priced it. Right, so they said, "Here's the chips that we're using. Here's the custom version that we're using. The custom version isn't, isn't what they have the price for, but the regular version is 4.99. So let's just say, let's just say that the custom version, uh, the way that they're manufacturing and everything, let's say it's $400 for just that chip. Package everything else together. I don't know how you're going to get this thing out at $500. I really don't. I mean, the rumor is that they're going to sell this thing at a loss. Yeah." Five hundred dollars would be a deep loss, but I mean, that's what we've been saying. Like, is that how how much do they want? How much do you want to, to undercut? Yeah, as fuck. Man, okay. If this thing, if this thing is as powerful, is it's looking more and more powerful. And I'll admit it, I'm not going to grab it day one, but I'm going to get the PS5 day one. If this thing is as amazing as people are saying it is, uh, uh, as everything's leading us to believe and it's five hundred dollars i may have to grab uh grab i don't know how i can i don't i don't know like but i'm gonna wait for some reviews on the xbox series uh series x because as we've said on here i don't have a need for it right now for me it would be an upgrade for my to my from my uh, xbox one x and it would honestly be just a straight up greed thing to say i want to have both uh and then i can have one in each room which is really want a playstation Like yeah. that's, I wish that they weren't stopping, like ceasing production on that because it's being harder to find. I'm hoping, yeah. I'm hoping that I could grab one on Black Friday somehow. If I could find one yeah. for like three something, I would probably buy it and then maybe put an SSD in it mm-hmm. um, just to to maximize it. I know that I think it's harder to upgrade on the Xbox than it is on PS4. It but, is, yeah. Yeah, but it's still something where I think that I would probably get several years out of it if oh, if yeah. I did. Um, you totally would. I mean, you've got you've got uh, you got Xbox games in your library already, um, so you're good on that. Um, but yeah, Game Pass. I wouldn't even buy games. Literally, it, literally, if I buy a Series X, I'm never I'm never going to buy a game on that console. Just straight I will, Game Pass. Yeah. yeah, it's just and I. I kind of don't like saying that because normally speaking, I like to, to give people money. There's instances yeah. already that, like I mentioned, buying a game on Switch and they're like, it's on Game Pass. And I'm like, meh, yeah, I want to play on Switch. Like, I'll just give them the 20 bucks. Yeah. Uh, but if I'm buying this Xbox, there's just too many PlayStation games that I own 
already where it's way easier to justify $10 a month than it is to try and keep up with different consoles libraries extensively yeah no i I agree and part of me the uh, the the biggest reason that i'm i i'm not against game pass or anything like that whatsoever um but it's the same reason that i will uh i'll purchase you know uh movies uh the same reason that you know i i grab games when they're on sale even if it's a game that i'm not going to play right now i've been buying some games on sale breaking my rule Brian some games on sale because I'm like, I want that in my collection. I want to be able to play it at a later date. Ooh. I know. Uh, breaking my breaking my rules of that, but but because I'm like, I want to play it at a later date, and I don't know. Some of the games I'm grabbing, honestly, I don't know if they're ever going to be on Game Pass. Uh, had it right in front of me, but apparently I moved it. Uh, like Transformers Fall of Cybertron. Like, it's not on there. Uh, and there's other games that could be on there that could be that would be great to have on there that they're they're just not going to put on there um so that's kind of the only reason that i'm like eh, i kind of want that but at the same time dude shadow of shadow of war is on game pass that game yeah. is great Did you see how they're adding uh they finally are adding the thing on um playstation network where if you own it via ps plus they finally added the option that you can go in and buy the game i i'd heard it and when I went in, I didn't. It's either in the next update, then okay, if okay. it's not actually. Yeah, because I was I wasn't seeing it when I when I went in. I'd heard about that, which which made me very happy. Um, the listeners of the show probably know this. I let my PlayStation subscription lapse, and in doing so, I lost access to Metal Gear Solid, and I was playing Metal Gear Solid like actively, like almost daily at that point. I was jumping in because similar to what you were talking about at Crisis Core. Uh, I was able to jump into Metal Gear and go, I'm going to do this, and it'll probably take me 20 minutes, so I'm just going to do this one mission, and then bounce. Um, And I lapsed my subscription, so I had no access to that. I had no access to Bloodborne and a few other games that that I really wanted to play. Um, So yeah, to be able to do that and to give to developers to... One, to make sure you don't have to keep subscriptions if you don't want to. And two, to give to those developers, especially if a game goes on sale and you're like, oh, six bucks for this? Okay, I'll give you six dollars. It's that aspect of it where, like, you know, if I'm if I'm playing something or if I, you know, or even if I played through something, I, you know, I don't replay games and stuff, but I have a habit of like, if I was to really enjoy something, I want to go out of my way to give them money. And before they have done this update on playstation that was just impossible i wasn't able to go give you my money unless i bought a physical game and i don't and i don't buy and i'm trying not to buy physical games now uh you know so and yeah it's just nice so i'm glad that 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 should be coming soon if it's not already in there i haven't actually gone and tested it yet i've been too busy on my beta yeah and i'm not i'm not all digital yet i'm pretty much going there um i'm not i'm not all digital yet because i one i still have some physical games and uh, I've bought some games third party recently, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is pretty cheap." And depending on when you're buying and how old the game is, it could be cheaper to do that than uh, a digital sale. But the digital sales are making it so easy now to to rack up those uh, rack up that library, um, just increasing your backlog. And uh, then you got shows like Ex Libris. So plug to Owen's show, going through your library. When are we uh, When are we looking at the next episode on that? By the way. As long as I can get the stream done this week or next week, I have the next game lined up. I just need to actually stream and record it. I loaded it. I messed. Uh, I was actually messing with my OBS scene right before okay. this show. So expect me to stream sometime either this weekend or next week. So that'll be on Facebook.com slash The Land Cave. And then uh, we'll put that show together and hopefully at the beginning of uh, September that episode will come up we're going to be playing some kind words kind so what is kind words you'll find out on next week that's right so you gotta subscribe to us on youtube and facebook if you haven't already uh as ex libris is is only going to be there uh i don't feel like it really works as much of a podcast it's more it yeah. works better of a visual format so subscribe to us on youtube and uh and facebook follow us on facebook and twitter so that way you get that um last news um for the for the day we can keep going on and on but we had a lot of rumors that have gone on that have been going on about um, it's it's ridiculous and the clickbait's killing me because 
every single article makes it seem like there's a release date, makes it seem like there's been a confirmation of like, you know, oh, they just announced two new games for the launch lineup, and it's like, no, those aren't new, or that's a confirmation of a confirmation you can play it as backwards compatible, or there's an upgrade. Um, so it turns out some of the the rumors and leaks about the PlayStation Five in regards to it not being able to uh, uh, essentially compete with the Xbox, there were some really uh, I would say it made it seem like the X, like the uh, PlayStation Five was going to be hardly more powerful than the PlayStation Four in regards to some of the stuff they were saying. Like it can barely do 4K gaming, that it can barely even um, up, uh, do upscaling to 4K. And it turns out that the person who was uh, behind most of those rumors was basically doing it out of spite because they were tired of seeing so much so much negativity oh. about the Xbox that he was like, I'm j-, like, I don't know if he's a fanboy or what, but he basically admitted he was like, okay, it's not true. I was just really tired of not only ta- talking about it, but seeing um, all this Did negativity towards him. Uh, it, are we thinking, or are we talking about two different stories? Oh, I thought he admitted it. No, I are mean, talking about Dusk Golem? I thought he admitted yeah. it. No, he didn't. He oh, just okay. he said that. Uh, that's the thing about this article that in that you posted. Whenever I read it again, so he he's like a he was a mod on a on a reset era mm-hmm. forum, and apparently he knows somebody that is working on Resident Evil Eight. Yeah, and apparently the, the problem isn't the power of the PS Five. It the way he was talking about it reminded me of the PS3 and that they are doing something different uh, with how they're using AMD. Um, they're actually doing something that is being used. Uh, I did very, I did five minutes of research. So yeah. uh, that they're doing something that's being used on gaming laptops, apparently where the graphics card um, can supplement power by using the, the uh, CPU. to affect it and that developers aren't necessarily used to doing that and so that is potentially causing an issue with a game like resident evil 8 where it's not running as well as it is on series x according to what this guy said now i i didn't see anything where he said i made it up yeah there were there were other article other articles where people were like uh I guess I guess maybe they were embellishing a little bit, but it's not that he 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 was basically making it sound worse purposely because people were there was so much bad press about the Xbox is what it was what the other um, again this is this this just goes down to the fact that we we don't know anything about these consoles so people are making up things on both sides um, if it is uh, you know if it is a different power allocation even. As much as I don't, it doesn't look quite as good, but uh, checkerboarding up to 4K, uh, for the most part, most people can't tell. Um, unless you are really close to a large monitor, most people can't tell and the games look really good. If it's got decent, the, the decent, um, la- the ray tracing, I know people are talking about it like crazy, but ray tracing makes so many of these games look even better. Um, My puddles, man. Um, so... <laughs> yeah. So, you know, in terms of this guy, I'm just done clicking on things. I've had a, uh, I've been in, again, the the groups that I hang out and stuff. And, like, I feel like there was, like, a post every single day Mm -hmm. this week about a price leak, about a spec leak, about something. And then PlayStation 5, they released an ad today. If you uh, were recording this on, uh, on Thursday Live, as we do, they released an ad today talking about their controller. And... I'm at this point where I'm like, how dare you, Sony? Like, what are you doing? You're releasing an ad about your controller, and you still haven't told us when this game, when this console is coming out, and how much it's going to cost. Yeah, uh, I'm tired of it. And this guy, he's not a reporter or anything. He apparently knows. It, you know, we you have to take it with a grain of salt. Apparently, he knows a developer who's working on a game who you know may have been complaining to him or or whatever about developing for the ps5 and honestly if it's anything like what i read about in that two seconds of research i can kind of get that because if anybody remembers with ps3 launch the reason why it had such a hard launch not only was it 600 dollars, but it was also this architecture that nobody understood and nobody really got it other than like sony first party studios and they it took an entire generation for them to figure it out um i get that if it is but really 
this just boils down. I don't care anymore. Just I do. I need Microsoft to tell me when this thing's coming out. Mm -hmm. Give me the full spec lineup, which Microsoft's doing a great job of actually saying like what's in this. You know, what's in the Series X, for example. Yeah. We don't know about the Series S yet, but and we had the overview of the PS5, but. I want to see it. I want. I want. I want Digital Foundry to have the thing. I want them to play the games. I want them. You know, I'm not going to trust who wins and who's more powerful until Digital Foundry tells me. Is basically that's, what that's I exactly think. what I was going to say. That's what makes it real. When Digital Foundry does a breakdown of your console, it's like, okay, this is happening. We know it's happening. We know it's about to that that, that it's not a it's not a dream uh, at that point. Um, it's just weird. I, I don't. I don't. We've never been this close to a console launch, an alleged console launch, uh, without knowing actual pricing uh, or release date. Uh, COVID obviously has effects it's on hard. us, but yeah, it's a it's a hard time for for everybody. And if you're tired of the rumors, that's why you got to subscribe to us, uh, Land Cave. Uh, so, and if you haven't already, check us out on Facebook and YouTube. If you're listening to us as a podcast, uh, and let us know what you like. We'll keep it. We'll keep it as uh, as accurate as possible. We tell you when a rumor happens, or sorry, when something's a rumor, and we tell you when something's legit. And uh, yeah, we're tired of rumors. So that's the rumor. Yeah. So, anyways, we'll see you next time. Uh, let us know in the comments whatever you want to let us know because I'm too tired to make up something in the spot. So let us know something. Tell us what your favorite uh, color is. What is that in the in the Lego movies like? Something, something, business, something, numbers. Something. Is this working? Is this working? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so comment that in the comments so we know you listened. Show us your unit, Kitty. That's right. We'll see you later.